0: Hello, and thank you for joining us today on the Table and Well podcast. We are so excited that you are here with us today. This is episode 20. Um, As always, please listen and subscribe on your favorite listening platform. And don't forget to leave us a review and leave us a rating. The more five-star ratings we have and the more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us and continue their journey on relational health and relational maturity. So today we are going to talk about the very last stage of maturity, which is the elder stage. And to be completely honest, this is my absolute favorite stage. Um, I just think there's such rich richness here. I think there's so much depth here. I think there's so many hidden gems With our elders that we really take for granted today. Uh, Janelle and I really think that this is one of those areas in churches, in society, in our workplace, in our families, in our communities, we have not tapped into enough, and that is our elders. So we're going to talk about what it takes to be a completely mature elder and what it looks like to live as an elder of your community. So in order to do that, we're going to lay down some groundwork and we're going to go back a little bit and talk through the other four stages of maturity. So the infant stage, the child stage, the uh, adult stage and the parent stage and what it looks like if you are fully mature in those first four stages of maturity. So today is going to be a simple overview. And then we're going to talk about just the primary goals of the elders. We're going to talk about how elders help grow their communities. I'm really looking forward to this. I hope that you guys are looking forward to it as well. Um, There's so many nuggets here. Like I said earlier, you might have to listen and re-listen again. And as you listen, you'll hear us say something like, what if? So just what if we really leaned into our elders? What if we really raised our kids to be elders? And what if we had strong, mature elders leading and living in our communities? So let's take a listen and let's find out what that community might look like.
2: So let's go ahead and do a quick um, overview of, overview of the other yeah. four stages. Okay.
1: So um, as we were just saying, elders need all of these things to be an elder. Yes. So keep that in mind as we list them off. Mm-hmm. Um, so mature infants. So zero to three, zero to three. And you should see this in an adult. Yes. Uh, is they know how to receive. They can rest in quiet. They can regulate emotions. self calm and return to joy from every emotion and they can synchronize and attune to others, which means they can, they can validate others feelings and get mm-hmm. into sync with those. Yeah.
2: And so then we also have some mature children, mm-hmm. which would be that ages four through 12 for these tasks. And then again, you should see these in adults mm-hmm. um, and in parents. So that person is be able to take care of themselves and um, to know what's good for them. know what's not good for them. Be able to, um, meet their own, meet needs. their own needs. Very important. Can say what they think and feel, um, and appropriately ask for what they need. That's a huge one. We, our society struggles with that. All ages. Yeah, yeah, all ages. That yep. <laughs> they can do hard things. So that means that you can stick it out. Like it doesn't. It, it, it's going to be tough, but I can do this. I can per- persevere, and I can walk this out and do it. And the last one would be take responsibility for their choices. Another big one. Yeah. So it's. Not only take care of themselves, it's kind of self-care, but also care for themselves and take responsibility for right what what their situation may be. be. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so a mature adult can take care of themselves because they've accomplished that child stage, and they can take care of someone else at the same time. Uh, we talk about adults should be in mutually satisfying relationships mm-hmm. where the relationship is not just about them but it's also about the other person meeting satisfaction and that it should be a cyclical thing uh, for a healthy, mature adult. Yeah. Remain relational, even in difficulty. So mm-hmm. keeping the relationship bigger than the problem can bring self and others back to joy. So again, in the child stage, they learned how to return themselves back to joy from big emotions, but also can now bring others along, begin to bring others along on that journey mm-hmm. um, Can protect others from their power. We Let's talked about them. this one. And that was this one uh, in just, Putting the material together is like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as an adult, we begin to gain power. That's the whole concept. Um, and then one thing that's super important to a young adult is mm-hmm. gaining power and learning how to use it. But also part of that maturity is learning also how to protect others from it yeah. um, and not using our power in our relationships for our gain. Right. Um, and can have bestowed manhood and womanhood on others.
2: Such a big one.
1: Big one. It's being that, an adult is not just being an adult.
2: Yeah. It's not an age thing. It's not, I'm doing the adult things. It's, am I a man? Am I a woman? And only men and only women can bestow manhood or womanhood. Right.
1: Yeah. We've, we, all we talk about in society is like, can you adults and can you provide for yourself and can you do those type of things? But really it's not about that. Um, we have lost mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. What is manhood and what is womanhood? Yeah, and we know lots of struggling marriages that are struggling because of that. I know we did. Yeah, yeah. I know. Even just in putting this material together, we're like, man, if we had just learned how to be a man and yeah. learn how to be a woman in our adult stage, yeah, wow, that would have made a big difference and for I, us.
2: Yeah, and I think too when, when we say that, I think immediately we all have these idealistic or these thoughts in our mind of what does it mean to be a man or what does it mean to be a woman that go out and you provide and you do this and you know and you don't take anything from anybody i mean like all these like macho things and these feminine things that equate being a man but is that really what it is
1: yeah well we're gonna end up doing it we won't won't tangent this morning yeah but there's some just really good thoughts about that that it's not movie movie version of manhood and womanhood. It's not movie worthy. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But that's what we see. So then we're like, hashtag adulting. Right. But then we see these men and then these women, like, like all, all us women long be Wonder Woman. Um, But don't think that's realistic.
2: What if it is? It is. So anyway, we'll talk about that. And also one thing too, that we didn't hate here is part of that womanhood and manhood. Is that just, it's the writer passage, which we won't get into that, but that's another thing. So just, keep that stuff away. Yep. We'll, get that. we'll come back for more information on Yeah, that. So all right, so mature parents. Mature parents. Tell so about those. I will. So again, adults again we start at age thirteen. Mm-hmm. That's a young adults begin at thirteen because by, by the time you're in a twelve years old, you should have learned everything you need to learn. Right. So to you take care, care
1: of yourself. Really right. that marker yeah. at that point.
2: By thirteen you should know how to take, take care, care of yourself. Right. And, then and begin exactly. back. Exactly. Then the job of the community is to help you master and mature in these areas we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, so over the course over of the course of time, yes. Not until you're like yeah, fourteen,
1: yeah, like no, I would say usually until about twenty five or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um And so, mature parents. So the parents' age starts at the birth of your first child right. um, until your last child reaches adulthood. 13. So um, mature parents are able to protect, serve, and enjoy your family. Um, you're and protect serve that's spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, in all the ways that make up. Who we are able mm-hmm. to protect your family, serve and enjoy your family. I'm as devoted to taking care of children without expecting to be taken care of, taken care of by the children in return. So that's, that's a sacrificial. lot of. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, that sacrificial giving, like I know that I'm going to take care of you and it's going to cost me something. And then I don't keep note, like, well, you kept me up four hours last night, so you need to give me four hours by myself today. It's none of that. Yeah. Anybody who's had a baby knows
1: no, that's not. There's thing. lots and lots and lots of. Days and hours and moments of sacrificial giving. And anybody who has a teenager or has, well, really any kid at any stage knows that they're um, sacrificial. Yeah. And that, and that when, but it's also not just about sacrificial giving, right? Because we can sacrificially give begrudgingly and with an attitude. With joy. Yeah. With joy joy is is the the sign of maturity. Yes. That when I can give sacrificially as a parent with joy, with joy.
2: Because my sole heart, and goal is for. Them to pass me, create a passing lane. Oh yeah! For my kids, yeah. or the next generation, mm-hmm. with joy, with joy. So I'm happy to see them pass me, yep. not run over me. Pass happy. me. <laughs> um, learn how you know how to bring um, children through difficult times. Children and family from the big six emotions, the big six negative emotions. Just say those. Make sure you do that. So you can bring people back to joy from those negative emotions. Yeah, Here's, which we can never list the six. No, but I think I might be able channel. to do it. Oh, let's see. All right, let's so see. we're going to go sadness, anger, fear and anxiety, disgust, hopelessness and despair and shame. Did it. Bam! Six, eight, eight weeks. Six. Six, I don't know, maybe eight months. <laughs> 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 so that's those are the big six emotions. So be able to sit with someone um, in the middle of those emotions and help return them back to joy.
1: Because mm-hmm. remember, too, we didn't even talk about this that joy, the definition of joy Mm -hmm. is actually it's relationally relational relational happiness. It's knowing that someone's glad to be with me. So when we talk about returning people back to joy um, in these maturity stages, it's saying I can come back to a place where I know that people are glad to be with me and I've experienced that people are glad to be with me. So as I move into the parent stage, it's my job to stay with my child and in their big emotion to know that it's okay. This big emotion is not going to cause me to disconnect from you and leave. Um, And, and the adult stage, that's another thing that we should be helping others do too. But we see this as really an epidemic in even people that we've been teaching. And for us too, that Mm -hmm. like when I feel shame, shame actually means I don't believe anybody wants to be with me. (laughs) Or when I'm (laughs) angry or when I'm sad or when I feel hopelessness and despair, like, Nobody wants to be with me, and so returning to joy is if somebody physically actually stays with us, it's a huge, yeah. huge gift. And in our in our walk with the Lord, knowing that He's glad to be with well, us.
2: Well, it biblically says, "The joy of the Lord is my salvation, is my strength, my strength." Let's see what we should do. Uh, <laughs> it's to well, Look that one up. No, just my strength. It's strength. You're right. This is funny. So anyway, I'm because
1: brother. because. Knowing that he's glad to be with us does help us know that, like, we are worthy of love and belonging. Yeah. That's really, I mean, Brene Brown brings it down to, like, a really simple, even secular secular explanation. But um, joy is our strength, and it is what powers us through every single day. There shouldn't be a day that you should go by not knowing that someone is glad to be with you. Yeah. And if you do, then it, it creates a lot of challenges in your ability to, to do life yeah. and to people.
2: Absolutely. And then quickly, the last two, we'll move, we'll move on here. It says that you can discipline your children in love. So that's a huge, one. and discipline. It, we kind of had the duality of discipline. We kind of came to that revelation last week that discipline is not only the, um, when you hear that verse of, no, the Lord disciplines those that he loves or discipline your kids and all of that. It's not necessarily they did something wrong and now you have to correct them. <laughs> discipline also means that there's things, and order and things that are creating discipline in their life mm-hmm. to be who the Lord created them to be. Right.
1: Yep. So yeah. Discipline very equally. looks like methodical teaching.
2: Yes. And practice, 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 practice. practice, practice mm-hmm. That's so true. So you can discipline your children with love. So you don't just set up harsh rules, just set up harsh things. You don't just say you none of that. It's everything I'm doing is I'm looking towards the man or the woman that you are going to, and so what can I do now as your parent in love to direct you towards that? Yeah. So, and then the last one is you take responsibility for your own emotions. Now we all know it's a big one. Like we have children. Sometimes, you know, your children irritate you or they get on your nerves or they make you upset or they make you mad. That's your issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those emotions that you're feeling are yours. They're not theirs. They're not being projected onto them. They're not going to be saying you make me feel it's no those are my emotions
1: your anger is your responsibility yes it's not frustration is your responsibility yeah so yeah (laughs) so we'll just leave that there there. uh good luck with that no (laughs) but seriously it is about learning how to return your joy and i know even for us right even just in the last few weeks like we're still practicing this out too where where there's things that come up and it's still frustrating Mm -hmm. um as your kids become adults it doesn't I'll automatically alleviate some of those things. And these are things we're still learning and
2: practicing every day. Yep. You just had this conversation a yep. couple days ago. And
1: like- so when, when there's a frustration that happens like this, the last few weeks is like, okay, this is what I'm feeling, but I'm actually responsible for this part. Yeah. So what am I going to do about this? Like I could be, I could lash my frustration back or I can lash my feelings back and try to make the other person responsible for those feelings, especially in a parent child relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, that's protecting them from your power. Yep, yep. And in your spouse relationship, remembering that that you're not responsible for my emotions, mm-hmm. I'm responsible for my emotions. Yes. Yeah, so good. We so, will. We won't try to tangent there too yes. much. All right, so here we are. We are elder maturity. Elder Let's Let's do it. So, elders begin that elder maturity stage begins when your youngest child becomes an adult. So, thirteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We know that this model is An idealistic. Is idealistic in a way. Yeah. However, brain science supports it. Yeah. So we are actually created for this to be true. Culturally and
2: historically, biblically,
1: currently where we are in our society, this is not a real thing. Mm-hmm. We get that. Um, however, we don't want to say that it doesn't matter because we really believe that it does. No, and if it, it could work this way, yep. uh how different would it be? And oh. I think a lot of what we'll talk about today is, what if?
2: Yeah, what
1: if? What if elders were elders?
2: Yeah, what
1: mm-hmm. if elders were elders? How different would would our communities look?
2: Yeah. All right. So. So um, I want to read this because it, it it just it sums it up very well. So most in our culture never make it to this level of maturity, meaning the elder level of maturity. Um, this is unfortunate because the success of Any country, community, school, or church body will have a direct correlation to the presence of true elders who are guiding and advising.
1: Yeah, we need elders. We need elders. Mm -hmm. Um, If you think about it, um, babies can't lead. Children can't lead. Adults can't lead because they don't. I mean, if an adult starts at 13 and goes to about 25 um, and then you become a parent. And we talked about parents not just being biological parents, but parents being people who sacrificially care for others as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you're busy doing that. You're busy yeah. sacrificially caring for
2: yeah. for those for children. No, yeah. But when we say can't lead, we're talking about countries, communities, mm-hmm. schools, but I mean obviously you can Oh, you can lead in a lot of capacities. You can, yeah, you can be a leader, but a community, at large. In that, but community at large. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, you can't do it. You're busy. You're, yeah. you're busy doing other things, learning other learning things, practicing other things. Yeah, learning all the tasks really should be what what you're doing, mm-hmm. not trying to lead a whole community. And we'll talk about that. Um, so that's why elders are needed because they're and why they're positioned in the place to lead, because like we said at the beginning of the video, um, they have learned all the stages. Yeah. And so they're ready to yeah, lead and, well.
2: And there's an interesting part of that too, because um, <laughs> Just because they're leading doesn't necessarily mean that they're in charge. Mm. Huh. About that. yeah, yeah we'll talk we about that. because we talk about that too. Like, we well, leading something, not necessarily,
1: right? Yeah, or vice versa. Or vice versa, yeah. That could, can you lead as an adult or a parent in a large body of people, but still lead well because you have elders who who are actually leading the community.
2: Yeah. So so here we go. Hold on to that. There might be a couple bombs dropped. <laughs> oh. Okay. So <laughs> that's right. So the primary goals of an elder is to sacrificially take care of their community with joy. With joy. Again, that's the key with with joy. Rough. Um nobody likes cranky elder. No, 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 no. No, not fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So elders grow their community. Um, an elder has raised their children, like we just talked about, and is now ready to raise a community. Yeah. And we talked about this on the parent stage video about how babies learn to receive, children mm-hmm. learn how to take care of themselves, mm-hmm. adults learn how to take care of themselves and mm-hmm. one other person, mm-hmm. and then the script flips, and a parent goes down... a. Births a child or finds yes. a child in the community goes down and begins to yep. pull them up through those three stages through infancy, childhood, and adulthood. Yes. Right. And so then, so then an elder,
2: an elder, they do the same thing, but now not only are they pulling up infant children and adults, they're now reaching back and they're pulling up parents into eldership. Yes. And through parenthood. And through parenthood. Like, yes, let's be honest. True.
1: Everybody's yeah. like, gosh, I just wish there was a manual on parenting. Guess what? People before you have done it. Yes. People before you have done it and they're huge resources, but we don't value them as resources in our community. And so the job of an elder is also to include that parent pulling up and through that parent yeah. stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely.
2: Um elders carry the weight, most of the weight of the community because they have the most life experience and to do so Mm
1: -hmm. yeah they don't have littles pulling at their apron strings anymore
2: they don't have there's usually not multiple things of like responsibility that they, whether it be a job or a full time job or whether it be um, anything like that that they have to expend their energy on they Mm -hmm. can now begin their capacity has been has actually grown so they can help take care and look out for the community right
1: and like we talked about, it's when your youngest becomes thirteen is when you technically reach the elder stage, yeah. but the maturity piece is a whole different ballgame. Yeah. But part of that too is whether or not you have raised your children to mm-hmm. maturity. Yes. Um, because if you have a 13-year-old who's still functioning in infant maturity or has not matured through the stages, you you can't be free you can't be free
2: to be an elder. To be
1: an elder. Yeah. Right. So making sure that 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 you are also having grown your children through maturity then that does allow you to free up because now at thirteen that child should be able to take care of themselves. Right. What we're not saying yes. <laughs> Go ahead. what Go. we're not <laughs> saying is that you know your youngest kid turns <coughs> thirteen and you're and like, you're like that. Get Get that. with dad. I'm an elder now. Like yeah. you just survived. No no, no 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 You still have to bring them through adulthood. Because
2: again maturity I don't think we've said this, but maturity in every stage See. is this um it starts here and then it goes like this. And that no, you never ride. You're mm. always you're always still growing and there's, and then at some point at some point like they cross, cross over, over into the next area. Yeah. And so it's, this. it's not okay. You're 13. Yeah. You're an adult. Good luck. No, it's like you're 13. Yeah. Now we have to work on
1: right now. We have a whole, a whole new, new, new stage.
2: Yeah. So,
1: but really, but really that adult stage, the key marker to it is they can actually take her.
2: Right. And, they, and now
1: they're learning how to
2: yeah, practice everything stage. they've learned, everything that you've taught them. Um, through infant and child. Now they're practicing that. And then they're also practicing that with taking care of others. Um, or one other, one other
1: Yep. So um all right. So when we lack maturity and training but attempt elder tasks and roles, we often find ourselves frustrated and disillusioned. Yeah. And often the people around us are as well. Yeah. Um so, and
2: we'll we'll talk, we'll get into that. Yeah.
1: And often this is when hidden addiction starts to surface. Um things that have been used to kind of cope with immature skills mm-hmm. up until this point begin good. to be skinny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You've been listening to the Table and Well Podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. Please subscribe on your favorite streaming service.